This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. This is VEASAN Morning Daily Bets for Wednesday, October 25th. Ben Wilson with you once again. We'll have Josh Applebaum back on the podcast feed tomorrow and a lot to get to today. Super busy time of the year on the docket for our show. NBA, 12 games on the card, as well as a quick thought in the Major League Baseball World Series. The series price is now out. Texas Rangers and Arizona Diamondbacks, which gets underway on Friday. And a play on tonight's college football action. A couple more games in the midweek. We'll go to the Conference USA for a play on UTEP and Sam Houston State. To start off, though, let's go to the association. Really fun doubleheader to start the season last night and the bulk of the league start their seasons tonight, 12 games on the card. I want to go to a game in the Western Conference here, New Orleans and Memphis. It's the To me here, the game I'll go with is our game of the night here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets and a best bet I have here for opening night in the NBA. I was saying yesterday on the show how I'm generally a little bit lighter on my personal card to start the year. I want to look at specific games that I have really high convictions on both teams and them matching together for these bets early in the season. And we kind of have the perfect storm here in New Orleans at Memphis. This opened over the summer. Memphis, right around that minus one and a half range. Some books were as high as minus two, but your consensus opener, Memphis minus one and a half. And steady money coming in on the road team, the New Orleans Pelicans, especially with the recent injury loss from Memphis with Steven Adams, rim protector, stalwart, amidst the team going through some transition right now. He suffered a season-ending injury, so he is out. This line has now moved to pick him across the board. No movement on the total. That's been pretty steady at 227 and a half. I like New Orleans in the game. It's a bet for me at pick him. And I, I look at where New Orleans is at starting the year. And when I look at the roster, I look at the struggles for New Orleans last year in the back half of the season. It was all predicated on injuries. You're betting on New Orleans at the start of the season about as fully healthy as you would expect with C.J. McCollum, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, that trio, all healthy, all intact, ready to go. That's a group that only played 10 games together and 172 combined minutes all of last season. But when those three were on the floor together, New Orleans was at the 97th percentile of offensive efficiency in the NBA. It's a big reason why New Orleans started the year 18-8, and eight, had the number one seed in the West before the barrage of injuries happened. And while I'm certainly dubious as to whether they can keep those big three intact all season, it's a reason why the betting market has New Orleans consensus 43 and a half on the win total to start the year, a fringe playoff team in the West. At least to start the season, you're getting the best version of this New Orleans team. And you flip that against what Memphis is. Now, the market is already pricing in the 25-game suspension to start Ja Morant. Team last year without Ja, 11 and 10 straight up. But they did have a net rating, the Grizzlies did, of Five points less without Morant. They were about a league average team without Morant on the floor. Much better reason why they're one of the top Western Conference regular season teams when he was in. But you think about the loss of Adams now with the season-ending injury and the loss of Dylan Brooks as much as he was a huge distraction in more ways than one. He is now gone. You have some reshuffling. You bring in guys like Marcus Smart who are a good locker room guys, but how much offensive efficiency will they really provide? And that's, to me, the crux of the issue for Memphis early on in the season. Grizzlies at 45.5 on their consensus win total. So power ratings would suggest a slightly better team just when both are at full strength than the New Orleans Pelicans. But last year, 34% of the Grizzlies' overall field goal attempts came from three-point range, which is fine if you're making a lot of threes, but... The Grizzlies didn't. They shot just under 36% overall, below average three-point numbers last year. 
and you flip that against what New Orleans did on the defensive end last year, opponent shot just 34% from three. Worst mark in the NBA. And that belonged to what New Orleans was able to do on the defensive end. So they were really good at limiting opponents to three-point shooting, even if there was some luck involved in that, and you might expect some regression. It is a pretty good matchup to start the season. New Orleans at full strength, Memphis going through some rebuilding and shuffling. If you're wondering, okay, if Memphis is better in the power ratings by, you, you just look at the win totals, that's one easy way to, me- to measure where power ratings are at. So if Memphis is better overall, Memphis is the home team, and yet the line is a pick That should tell you a lot about where the market views these two teams being at as we get the season underway. So I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to be in a position to bet on New Orleans early in the season while their team is healthy. And I'll be looking to bet against Memphis in certain spots early on while they're still working through some things, especially with that Steven Adams injury happening so, so late in the preseason, just happening last week, that injury to Adams might take, even though I really like Taylor Jenkins as a head coach, it'll take some time for Memphis to figure out the right rotations, not as much depth as they've had in seasons past, especially with no Morant for the first 25 games. So New Orleans, pick them, my favorite play, out of the 12-game NBA card for Wednesday. We'll take a quick break, come back at an early thought on the World Series price, Rangers and D-back starting Friday, and then I'll give out another play. We've got some college football for your Wednesday. UTEP and Sam Houston State Pride of Conference USA. We'll talk about it next here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back in on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets as we wrap up our NBA talk for the day and move on to MLB and college football. A reminder, be sure to check out all of our NBA coverage at VEASAN.com. Daily articles from our senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel. Prop articles from Zach Cohen. Additional contributions from our guy, Kelly Bidlin. You can hear JVT, Kelly, and Zach on the Hardwood Handicappers podcast all season long. So if you're subscribing already to this podcast and listening to us on a day-to-day basis, you want to loop in hard and handicappers into your rotation for sure. If you're wanting to bet on the NBA uh, day in, day out throughout the season, highly recommend them. We'll also continue to have our VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets podcast with Adam Burke. Adam will have his daily write-ups as we go into the World Series. Not a matchup anybody was expecting. And I don't say that just like anecdotally or just to say, oh yeah, it's the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Nobody could have seen this coming. From Sports Odds History on X, a Rangers-Diamondbacks World Series matchup was 1,750-1 to 1 before the start of the season. The second most unlikely matchup in World Series history. Behind only, give you a second to think, uh, the 1991 Fall Classic. I'm sure that was on the tip of your tongue uh, if you were listening to this and trying to process that in real time. When the Twins, who were 40-1 to 1 to win the AL that year, and the Braves, who were 75-1 to 1 to win the NL, 
made the World Series after each finishing last in their respective divisions in the previous season. So that just gives you a glimpse, just from the sports betting futures market perspective, how insanely ridiculous this matchup is. Your first line when the final out was recorded in Philadelphia last night, Arizona pulls off the stunner 4-2 win at Philadelphia, a game in a series that just about everybody got wrong, myself included. I certainly didn't give Arizona much of a chance and liked the Philly spot in game seven, but I took my lumps along with a lot of other folks who bet on the Phils to win the NLCS. Right after that final out was recorded, sportsbooks started flashing all over the market. First numbers I saw consensus were Rangers minus 170. Texas does have home field. Back to the 2-3-2 format we've had throughout this best of seven stretch of the postseason with the Diamondbacks consensus plus 150. Just to put that in perspective here, if you compare it to the Arizona side, LA Dodgers were north of minus $2. Diamondbacks in some shops were in that plus 195 to 2 to 1 range for the NLDS. And Philadelphia was in that minus 180 to 190 range with Arizona widely available around the plus 170 mark. So Arizona's been an underdog throughout the postseason. They were dogs as well in the wild card round against Milwaukee. So we've started to see the market trickle down a little bit, showing some respect for Arizona. But at the same time, you can't imagine there'd be too much respect, right, for a Diamondback team that, you know, I don't want to poo-poo what they've done because it's been an amazing story. It's been a it's been great to watch that underdog team. Manager Tori Lovello has been able to get the absolute most out of this Diamondback squad. But let's just be realistic here for a second. That's what we are as sports bettors. Arizona went 84 and 78 with a negative 15 run differential in the regular season. Here are some teams who had better run differentials than Arizona who didn't even make the postseason. The Mets, the Cubs, the Padres, the Red Sox, and the Mariners. Not to say that run differential is the, you know, the be-all, end-all in Major League Baseball, but it just it's kind of a snapshot of how Arizona was very fortunate even to get in. And the fact they've made it this far would tell you, even despite the auto respect you have to give them for winning three straight series as a dog, the interest is still going to be, I would say, for most betters on Texas in the series. And we saw this get quickly bet up by about 10 to 15 cents. Market still pretty heavily fluctuating as we're recording this into the overnight hours. East Coast time, but as I record right now, consensus ranges up to minus 185 on the series price. Diamondbacks in that plus 155 to plus 160 range, and I even see some offshores going higher. Highest price right now in the market ranges out to minus 192. D-backs at plus 172. Some of the books in Vegas who have posted their lines, a little bit more conservative on that, not, not opening up too wide of a straddle here. Rangers I'm seeing in the Vegas books anywhere from minus 170 to 180, anywhere from plus 150 to 160 on the D-backs. As much as I'd lean Texas here, uh, some things to keep in mind, just laying out the overall team stats. You have the Rangers who have just mashed all postseason, 825 OPS, leading the postseason field. Second most homers with 22 have been able to overcome any negative pitching they've had, 127 whip, which is just fifth out of the postseason teams. Arizona, this bullpen that was kind of patchwork, wasn't even solidified until August, had seven, has had seven saves and eight opportunities so far, by far the best bullpen performance of the postseason. But can the bats keep up? Just a 741 team OPS before game seven, fourth out of the final four postseason teams between the AL and NLCS, even though, even though the pitching's been amazing and they've been pitching over their heads so far. Can the bats keep up? You just figure this is one of those series where you're going to have to score some runs with how electric the Texas Ranger bats have been. So that's my big concern for Arizona. But 
Hey, they've already been able to get over a lot, a lot of those concerns so far in back-to-back-to-back series wins. So probably not one I will bet. I, I feel like as, as the market has moved early, that is the correct move, but you are paying a pretty significant price. So uh, let's see if there's a way to attack this more on a, a game-to-game basis. We don't have the game one lines out yet. No pictures are listed, but once Josh is back on the feed here later in the week, he'll have your full breakdown of the individual game-by-game mark, and I'll have those uh, for you next week since we'll have Friday and Saturday then an off day, and then the series will resume back in Arizona next week, Monday. All right, let's wrap up the show, talk some college football. It's our final week of midweek Conference USA action, and we look at how the uh, the, the plays did, at least for yesterday. Had some games on the Tuesday, now into Wednesday. A nice result for us, mentioned Liberty. Uh, they end up winning not only outright, but also covering what ended up being actually some late movement against them in the market. Consensus four-point favorites, Liberty wins 42-29 over Western Kentucky. That was the game we talked about yesterday. I'll go to UTEP and Sam Houston State. This opens Sam Houston consensus three-point favorites. couple of different respected groups have given out the Bearcats, and the market has gone up as a result. Three and a half now across the board. A total open 36. A little bit of money to the over 36 and a half now consensus. One book as high as 37 in the market. UTEP, two and six. One and three in Conference USA. Head coach Dana Dimmel full, firmly on the hot seat. And they looked miserable last week in a rivalry game against New Mexico State. Lost 28-7 to as three-point dogs. New Mexico State, who's played a, a nothing cupcake schedule this year, just 80th in defensive yards per play allowed. And UTEP with a backup quarterback in Cade McConnell could only muster four and a half yards per play. Cade McConnell had a QBR of 8.0, by the way. 15-32, 179 yards in his second start. And you tend to see this a lot, whether it's college or the pros. You know, random, no-name quarterback. Comes out of nowhere, no film on him, and he looks really good in his first start. And McConnell did a few weeks ago. I was on Florida International. We had talked about that game on this pod. And McConnell comes out of nowhere. We didn't even know he was starting. And he lights up FIU, wins the game for his team outright. 27-14 is about a five-point dog. But we saw what the reality is going to be, I think, going forward. And McConnell, 15-32, as I mentioned, in his second start, just seven points. And while Sam Houston is 0-7, First year in the FBS for the Bearcats, 0-4 in Conference USA. The one strength Sam Houston has is on the defensive side, 55th in the country in yards per play allowed. Allowed just 3.9 yards per play last week. Game that went to double overtime. They lost that game 33-27 against Florida International as about a a 5.5-point consensus favorite, but only gave up 20 points in regulation. So keep that in mind, too. And it's a situation where Sam Houston, if you're like, wait, why are they 0-7 if they're actually pretty respectable on defense? Uh, The offense is just atrocious, 122nd in yards per play on offense out of the 133 teams in FBS. UTEP on the flip side is just 92nd overall. So what is is the market telling me? If respected betters are on Sam Houston State, the team that's (laughs) 0-7, you're up to three and a half points. You're laying more in the field goal in a conference game for a team in their first year at the full D1 level who hasn't won a game all year. It's telling me that it's, it's a belief that it's not necessarily like Sam Houston is just all of a sudden going to put up massive points. It's more a huge bet against this UTEP offense and what they really are going to look like now with the backup quarterback and tape on McConnell and what defenses are going to be able to do against UTEP. So how I look at this, instead of laying the three and a half, I realize the market has gone slightly to the over here, but I, I will play under. I like under 36 and a half is the consensus spot. If you shop around, you can find a 37. For our show purposes, I'll give out 36 and a half. Since available, it is available at multiple books. Two offenses outside the top 90 in yards per play on offense. 
Sam Houston at home, a top 55 defense in the country. I like Sam Houston to keep this game in a very low scoring margin here, really limit UTEP's ability to move the ball on offense. I expect sort of like one of those grinded out uh, 20 to uh, 20 to you know, 14 type games for Sam Houston. I certainly expect them to cover the spot. I just don't want to lay three and a half here now that it's gone off that key number of three. So definite correlation, in my opinion, between the favorite and the under. We'll go under 36 and a half in UTEP, Sam Houston State. We've given you a little bit of everything today here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. A little NBA, a little MLB and college football as well. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.